The Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. The Boogie Monster Podcasting the Unknown I know your dad was uh your dad was a Marine? No, my dad was Army. Army. Okay, my dad was Army as well. I think he doesn't. Uh, he didn't talk about it too much. I don't think he uh, <laughs> enjoyed his. Do you know stay. where? <laughs> do you know where he was stationed? Uh, he's in the Philippines during Vietnam. Oh, he was right. Uh, I think he did. He was that. yeah. He was aircraft mechanic. So he would like. That's where he was doing all his repairs and such. Nice. In the Philippines. Well, from what I gather, That's like cool. I said, he doesn't offer up a lot of info yeah. about that time. And my my grandfather was a Marine. He okay. was in World War Two. Yeah, my grandfather was a Marine and Army. He served in both. I, I forget which is first. You can do but, that? Uh, yeah, yeah, he did both. I mean, not simultaneously. Regular but he Bo did Jackson one. out there. Yeah, <laughs> got out and went back and did the other. But, uh, Give me more. Maybe, I want maybe, more. Maybe, maybe he's just full of shit. He was kind of a blowhard. <laughs> then I was, he was lying to me that whole time. Then I was an astronaut, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he could have very easily just been pulling my leg, but uh, I understood it to be that he served both in the Army and the Marines. Hot dog there. So who knows? I guess that's strange. That, well, I'm, I don't know if it's strange or not. I have no uh, armed service experience, but to go from one to the other, mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I always thought. Yeah. I, okay. Hey, why not? Try them all. You ever have any desire when you were a young man, teenager coming up? You have any desire to go into the armed forces? Fuck no. No. I almost fell for them fucking Navy commercials once. Yeah. Me and my buddy Bob, and like a complete. If I, I I don't know if I told you, like like a real wasteoid summer, mm-hmm. a real like high all the time, laying in his parents' living room, watching like watching a parade from our own community days from the year before, mm-hmm. on TV. Okay. We're watching the year the community days parade from the year before <laughs> on TV. Why would they even air that? Because it was public access, and we were just high and fucking idiots. <laughs> And then oh, and then we're flipping around and I remember a commercial for like the See the World. This is pre 9/11. You know, See the World in the Navy and there's a brief moment where we just talked about it like, "Ah, man, look at us. We're not doing shit. Mm-hmm. What if we join the Navy?" <laughs> and that was it. It lasted as long as the commercial did. I remember seeing in the late 80s some I don't know if it was a commercial or a precursor to a TED talk or something, but, and now this also could be Mandela effect. I could be making this up, but I feel like I saw Lewis Gossett Jr. give a speech to a bunch of troubled youth, kind of a scared straight situation. And I remember him, Mm. he had a guest up there who was a fighter pilot. And I don't know why I remember this so specifically, but he was like, Michael Jackson ain't bad. 
This is when bad was a big hit. <laughs> I feel like Michael real. <laughs> Michael Jackson ain't bad. This guy right here, he's bad. He drives a, he flies an F-16 fighter pilot, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, Lewis Gossett Jr., he is bad. Maybe I'll be a fighter pilot. And that lasted for about a week, and then I lost interest. I think, well, that's the thing. Everybody thinks they're going to be the the fighter pilot, and then you get in. Yeah. Like, oh, no, there's a lot of other stuff you just wind up doing. <laughs> SNL, back in the, I think, early 80s, had a great send-up of that. Where they're just, it's like a commercial, you know, those typical uh, armed forces recruitment commercials. Mm-hmm. And it just, and it's just, it's just a bunch of different shots. It's a montage of like a bunch of sailors on a ship just mopping and cleaning toilets and stuff like that. And I forgot the tagline was something like, it's not just serving your country, it's $147 a week or <laughs> whatever they were getting paid back then. But the whole commercial was like, join the Air Force so you could come on here and clean some toilets. That was, yeah, that was one of my earliest bits was talking about those recruitment commercials. And I do not mm-hmm. remember how the bit went, but it was, yeah, I thought, oh, shit, man, I can't even get close to remember. But, um, but yeah, it was, uh, I, I didn't know anybody that went in. Mm-hmm. Like nobody was going to go. Into the service, it, I, oh, I, I guess a few people my from my high school went, in. but I like I, I wasn't friends with them, so I didn't know what it was like. Mm-hmm. And my one buddy who was in the navy, he just told us like when you go over the equator on a boat for the first time, they like they had some like big sort of like giant uh, like industrial tubing or something, and they throw all the rotten food in there, and you have to crawl through it. <laughs> like they haze you. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I, yeah, I, I have no desire. I had no desire to do it. And I, I see, yeah. I like, it's this, you know, they dangle it in front of you. Like, oh, you'll pay for college. Mm-hmm. I did have, I had a friend who went in the national guard or the reserves and was like a, like a aircraft inspector or something. He came back though and came back. Like it was born on the 4th of July. Like, oh, what was it like? He's like, I can't talk about it. It's like, yeah, you didn't do anything. <laughs> it's because nothing happened. because nothing happened. <laughs> I can't talk. About he was, yeah, he's a bit of a dramatic friend of mine. But uh, but yeah, that, that just trying to you know, hey, pay for college, you get all this stuff, and then I hear about how bad the veterans' care is, and mm-hmm. how like how that's so underfunded. Like, well, if you're gonna get people to serve, how about the aftercare? How about yeah. fund? <laughs> You should have everything. If you're like, oh, these are the heroes. Cool. Give them everything they need when they get home. Oh, you don't do any of that. Oh, okay. Cool. Or they do. I'm talk. I'm talking out of school. I don't know, man. I thought about in high school, but like <laughs> by the time I graduated high school, I had been playing sports for about twelve years. Mm-hmm. And just the thought of three or four more years of somebody in a uniform just screaming at me. And barking orders like my whole from five to about seventeen, uh, my whole life was just doing push-ups and running up hills and just doing whatever the coach told me to do. Just that that discipline and that structure and just and that all sounds good on paper, but after a decade of that, you're like, why doesn't everybody just shut the fuck up? Stop <laughs> yelling at me. I'm tired. 
I'm, I'm no, that none of that sounds appealing. Let me go into the armed forces so I can just be yelled at for another four years. No thanks. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said, I guess, for like someone who needs discipline or like troubled youth. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure certain parts of my life would have benefited if I had mm-hmm. some sort of structure. Of but course. then it's like, yeah, but there's definitely good to it. I, yeah, but I, I don't know, like. My mom tells a story about like we were going on vacation, and like it was like the first we were with my grandparents. She saw my dad's dad, like folding his clothes, like two days in. She's like, what, like packing his clothes. Like, what are you packing for? We're just. He's like, I know, these are all my dirty clothes. He would like neatly fold all his dirty clothes. I do that really when I travel, just for the sake of because I Storage. always overpack. Yeah, just so it'll fit back into my bag on the on the way home i guess that makes but he would also like first like 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 face up like he like my grandmother had to use like a label maker to put the date this all makes sense in theory it just seems pretty tightly Uh wound like put the dates on all the canned goods and then like stack them like grocery store old Mm -hmm. as like face which sure makes sense but it seems a little rigid if you're asking me. Yeah. Or, but of course, anything <laughs> sounds rigid to me. And right now I'm uh, broadcasting from a pile of my own filth. So far <laughs> be it from me to criticize. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, that, there, that, there's, that there's a pile of papers that probably has some about health insurance in it. I'll get to that. Over there, that's a big old jumble of cables. Sometimes I plug them in to make things work for podcasts. And over there, that's a pile of clothes that aren't clean, but they ain't all the way dirty yet. So I can put them on a few more times. So that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, oh, that's funny. But I just, yeah, he, he would, uh, like, he would put like, okay, you wash your socks, fine. The next socks up are the cleanest ones. And you put the, like, the ones that you just washed or go all the way in the back and they all get rotated. But with no, like but no regards to like, like, he was also like, full golf clothes in the 70s so this yeah. dude would roll out straight looking like an unpainted circus clown with like polyester <laughs> plaid pants and a different colored polka dot shirt just because that was at the end of the line of what's cleanest i thought it was fun oh, i mean maybe he maybe he was being fun too or maybe he was just speaking of which <laughs> i hear there's like f-16 fighters that fly over the house here because I think the, na- oh, the National Guard is, uh, well, ju- in general, mm-hmm. I think the National Guard is at the Portland Airport here, and oh, they uh, okay. they fly over pretty often. I think you know they could follow the Willamette Valley down. I don't, I don't know what they're doing, but I see them. It's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. What you uh, yeah. what you doing today shout, to celebrate? Shout out to what shout you- out to the veterans and active service members uh, listening to the show. Yeah. We can't. Uh, Offer you to board early or anything. There's no benefits here for you, but thanks. No. Thanks for your service. Thanks for doing what you do or what you did. I'm glad somebody yeah. stepped up and did it because uh, it wasn't me. I'm going to go ahead uh, just because we brought up Lou Gossett Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was big, I think it was his time in Iron Eagle that really made him... I was about to say, I, I, I think that's why he was given that speech, he, his connection to uh, yeah. fighter pilots. But I'm uh, somewhat. I'm on his Wikipedia page. One of his uh, mm-hmm. married three times. One wife name is a Christina Mangossing. Mm. Mangossing. That's a red flag. That's a. 
don't know. Sorry. I thought that was funnier than I thought it was. Mangossing? Mangossing. Christina Mangossing. Well, the second part of that's odd, too, since his name is Gossett. What are the odds Gossett, that a Gossett would marry a Mangossing? Maybe there's a phonetic hmm. attraction. Maybe. Who knows? Boy, we're full of shit today. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, enough of the old Lou Gossett Jr. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to go. He's still alive? He is, 86. Okay. 86 years old. Good for him. Uh, we're going to go to uh, Rachel's brother's house for a little cookout. There you go. See if it uh, rains. been raining all week. been a wet one up here in Oregon. <sighs> Love a good cookout. Yeah. I like Memorial Day not uh, so much so to sit around and memorialize those who died. Serving our country, even though I know, that. I just I love the fact that it, is it officially the kickoff of summer or is it just unofficially? Like is, is today, in terms of the, the first day uh, the, of summer is June twenty first. June twenty first, okay, but this is yeah. like the unofficial kickoff of summer because it usually uh, yeah. coincides, obviously, uh, around the end of the the school year. Yeah, you know, depending on where you you live, either school's already out or it's about to be out. But yeah, I just uh, I always loved. Just the official kickoff of, of summer. Like, all right, okay, now we can really focus on the good times. We can really focus on the good times, everybody. Mm-hmm. The s- <laughs> swimming pools, cookouts. I agree. Loved it. I agree with Loved it. Loved it, man. What about you? What are you doing? <sighs> Jack shit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, don't have any plans. I haven't made plans yet. But, a whole uh, lot of fuck off. No, nah, I think we're, we're just going to hang out. I'm, uh, well, let me go ahead and get into this story. I'm, I'm, I'm moving slow today, Kyle. I'm, I'm okay. tender and brittle. <laughs> oh, I, um, tender and brittle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I fell in the shower the other day. Uh, welcome to the club. Had my first, I guess my first old man moment. What uh, I busted my fucking ass, really? I'm like I'm still injured. <laughs> what you like? It's old man week. Bad. I got called an aging comedian by somebody after a show on Saturday. Aging comedian? <laughs> like you're an aging comedian? I'm like hey, hey. What's that mean? <laughs> well, apparently, me, I apparently it means uh, we fall in the shower. So oh, not wrong. God. Uh, what? That's so what? What you? What you do here, Dave? All right, so. Was there a level of intoxication well, okay. involved? Zero. Zero. It was, oh, it was in the morning. So it really is just an elderly um, thing. Just Well, it wasn't like in the shower. I was, like I was, gonna, I was trying to give you a loophole. <laughs> yeah. All right. Imagine the shower is like, all right, my shower, like a car. All right? It's your car. Scalding and hot then car. The, the, Imagine the, the shower is like a I car, a, and my nuts are the dog left inside of it on a hot day. <laughs> the way I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so if the nozzle, the, the shower head is like the uh, steering wheel, um, I don't know if you remember my bathroom, but we, we're lucky enough, I finally have a bathroom with a window in it. Yeah. Boy, that's that's a big get. It is nice. Love, uh, love a, and more so, not only do we have the window, the window is technically in the shower. Yeah, I dig that. So when you're, when you're standing in the shower, uh, you know, if you look to your left, there's a window. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> how about that? There's a window. But no, when it's like cold out and you can crack that open yeah. with a hot shower, oh, a little man. cold breeze, I dig love it. it. Yeah. I love it. 
So I am getting out of the shower, right? So I'm out of the shower, but then because the window's open, I'm expecting a package from UPS, and that's another story that I'll tell you a little later in the, in the show here. <laughs> got, got a real, real beef with UPS today. Uh, so I hear a truck coming. <laughs> the show is just Dave's senior hour. <laughs> and then they told me so it was now- going to be the two-for-one coupons down at the Ralph's, but they wouldn't honor them on account of that Sunday. Well, one was expired, but the other one wasn't. <clears throat> so I get out of the shower, right? But now, so but then I turn because I hear a truck coming, and I imagine now I'm standing on the driver's side of the car slash shower, right? And I'm but I'm leaning into the driver's side window, so my body is. Do you, does that make sense? I'm I'm having a hard time explaining. Uh, this. Yeah. Uh, what. <sighs> So we got this dumb little rug right outside the shower. All right. So now I'm outside the shower, but I turn and face my body back inside the shower to look outside that driver's side window, if you will. So I'm kind of leaning into the shower, although my feet are on the outside by the by the passenger where on, the passenger the door would be. On the rug, and I leaned a little too much, and then that rug slipped out from oh, under okay, me. Okay. And wham! Like my body just fell, and my my rib cage just smacked the edge of the tub slash shower door. I was gonna say, do you base. have like is it like a door with rails, or is it like a shower curtain? Uh, it's a door. Oh, so it's like no rails. Yes, yeah, kind of sharp. Like this little dumb. Yes. Yeah. Yes, dude. and my god, it uh, it was it it really was not good. It doesn't sound uh, good. It sounds. Yeah, that was today. That was yesterday. That was uh, three days ago. Three days here, ago. I'm sending you. I'm sending you a text picture here. Just don't mind the the bulbous gut, <laughs> the, the genitals. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Just, don't mind that. Let's take a look here, F- folks. Maybe we'll put it up on the Instagram if it's. Uh... Oh my god, it hurts so bad. So it's the first time in years that I've like had a spill or a tumble or an accident like that, dude. Where I put my body in jeopardy you start like empathizing with old people because like that's just a big event mm-hmm. you know fuck oh dorothy fell you know like that's a big event if yeah. somebody falls you know gerald yeah. geraldine took a spill now she's living with her kids it's like a, it's mean, a life-changing I've... event for at an age yeah and i've always i'm not dreaded uh, it's that not day. it's not going through you but uh, the you might be uh, too fat okay. in the picture to fit through text. Yeah, <laughs> Dave, I don't like it's. I don't like. I know you'll laugh at those jokes, but I want people to know that I I feel bad. Oh no, no! <laughs> it's a, I deserve them. No, and it's I know only funny they're coming from a good place. God damn, dude! It says delivered here. Oh, I got it. I just got it. Fuck, oh, you got man. it now. Yeah, actually, and you yeah. and you look and you look uh, uh, pretty trim in there. If I'm being honest, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm getting back down. You're doing all right. I'm getting back, but that looks <laughs> that looks gnarly. That looks real gnarly. Yeah, yeah, it hurts Ooh, so bad. Buddy, did you crack a rib? Break a rib? I don't think so. I don't think so. I've cracked a rib before, yeah. and uh, this didn't hurt as bad as that. Like so, but yeah, it just it hurt my pride more than anything. And I was just thinking, literally, like the day before this happened. My size mixed with my age, I am now in that category of people who've, you know, I'm I'm vulnerable to falling. Like, well, everybody's just, vulnerable. It's just you got a little more uh, inertia on the way down. Yeah. 
Like when I go down the steps, we got a staircase. Well, you've been over to my place. We got the little staircase uh, hallway leading up to our place. When I go down it, especially in flip flops, it's just oh, I just buddy. keep waiting for like a tumble. Keep waiting for like an ankle to give out, and then I just go rolling. We uh, my old place because it had the hardwood steps. And just wearing socks going down to get the mail and had some real close mm-hmm. calls. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. not even an age thing. That's just a, oh, shit, this is slippery. But th- I have that. I mean, I've had, like, my knees have been messed up for so long with, you know, tendonitis and gout and everything that, like, like I cannot confidently hop down off of something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure I could, like, yeah. handle it, but I'm like, no, what the... My knees are at the point where, like, ah, you know what? We just feel like uh, not doing our job on this one step you're going to take. Yes, yes. We're just going to buckle. It doesn't even hurt. It just, like, mm-hmm. it's just bend. Just, nope, nah. Fuck, yeah, dude. it's scary because I've, I've never thought about that. I've never had to worry about my body's limitations in, in terms of just everyday activity. You know, mm. I'm not a mountain biker. I'm not a skateboarder. So, you know, it just, I think, oh, I'll be fine. I don't do anything extreme. Another example, if I ever have to, like, if I have to, like, do that little, like, for example, if ever I'm crossing the street, you know, even if I have the the walk sign or whatever, I I give it a little jog. I give it that NBA player (laughs) checking into a game, that little shuffle. I give it a little shuffle, you know, to let the other people know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm putting a little hustle on it, you know. I'm trying to get out of your way. But if I, like, jog across the street, like, if I, you know, now I'm like a train where it takes a while for me to stop. I can't just stop on a dime. I got to – all that inertia and yeah. centrifugal force has to come to a rest a on A day in motion tends to stay in motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I can't I – don't, I don't a have, da- like, a cool a Dave, jog anymore. Yeah, a Dave cannot be created or destroyed, only transferred. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I was a man, dude. I think, I think this is the thing that's finally going to get me in shape because it's not even like, all right, when you're young, when I was in my twenties and thirties, it was like, all right, I got to lose weight for aesthetic reasons. I want to look better. I want to you know, attract, you know, attract a babe, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, like in my late thirties, forties, I was well aware, like, all right, asshole, now you need to lose weight because you're going to die. And I've somehow come to terms with that <laughs> because yeah. it's definitely – it hasn't motivated me to just completely change my lifestyle. <laughs> but I think the fact that I just – I don't want to just be vulnerable to just – I just don't want to be the guy that's always falling down. I, oh, Dave Dave took a spill. It's just so pathetic. Well, you know, I, like, I, was, yeah. I was just talking to my mom about it, uh, about like just, you know – being old and about how like if you don't take care of yourself or just, it's 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 one of those things like yeah forty five like I could probably do a cartwheel because you remember you could do a cartwheel but if you tried yeah. one your bones would snap yeah whereas if you are just staying even remotely active and doing little things like I never thought I was going to be a gym guy now I'm like all right man I'm going to try and make this mm-hmm. enjoyable for myself but again it's I'm not trying to get ripped or in shape. I'm just staving off death. Yeah, I want trying to prolong it. And uh, yeah, and I, Rachel's pointed out too. It's like, yeah, you don't want to be a stiff old person. You don't want to be the no. people. Like, and then uh, my buddy Kevin was telling me like something like one one factor in just general. Qu- 
quality of life when you age is the ability to get up and out of a chair without assistance. Yeah. Like when we yeah. talking old, old. Mm-hmm. True. But the same like the we, same thing we hear from like probably our parents and everything is like, you never thought you're gonna get to this age. Yeah. Like you never thought of like, you know, when I'm sixty, this is what I would like to have. Like, you don't I, I didn't think like that. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm trying to like before it's too late take some control over my body. And it's I, yeah. it's been good, man. Like I had to go physical therapy because when I got up to Oregon here and like I was just laying mm-hmm. flat all winter and then we'd just go lay on the couch and it would just be wet outside and I wouldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And that's why like my knees would just like, oh, I had to walk the one step into the garage and my knee would be like, nah, now your whole leg's fucked up for a week. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I got to do something. Well. I get it. Speaking buddy. Of self care and physical therapy, this have that fa- that fall happened on the same day that uh, now I I don't ever do this kind of stuff. I told you I've never had a massage, and it's not because I don't want one. I just feel I, I think I'm too ticklish for it. <laughs> I don't go to the chiropractor. I don't do anything. Obviously, I mean I I I'm, I'm I, I work out some. I got the kettlebells in here and I do that. But I Katie's always griping at me that I don't do enough self-care. And I was like, well, I don't really know what the hell that is. But anyway, it's different so for she got me she got me a session. <laughs> Rack of ribs and a joint I, is self-care for some people, Dave. So <laughs> Exactly. I, I'm, I do well that way. Yeah, judge not. She, get, <laughs> she got me a session with a gua sha practitioner. I think I'm pronouncing that. Yeah. G-U-A space S-H-A. Gua sha. You ever heard of gua sha? No, no, I have not. You would like it. You I t- think you would like <laughs> what it. What you texted and me gonna, was hilarious, by the way. So I'm going to give you this lady's story. number. Yeah. All right, think of it as like a... Now, she says this is not a massage, but the best way I could describe it is it's like a deep tissue massage, mm-hmm. but she's got hand tools. She's got like a pair of brass knuckles. <laughs> she's got a little hand spade. She's got literally tools. I think you got jumped. <laughs> That's how that's, she beat the shit out of me. It was a two-hour session. That's how you get a massage is somebody, Katie has to schedule somebody to jump you in an alley. And then once you're down, they really get in there and work work the muscles. I feel like I got jumped into a street game. And I you're look now, like I got You're a member of the Gua Sha. Bat. That's not the massage. Um, that, yeah. is a, that is a Vietnamese, uh, deadly Vietnamese street gang. And you're in the that. Gua Sha Ramblers. Yeah. Eighth Street Gua Sha Boys, dude. She beat the shit out of me. I it's it's the most painful thing I've ever experienced in a uh, consistent basis. Really, like it was painful. Yeah, I was screaming. <laughs> she's. I was like ah. I was just just yeah. doing like just gritting my teeth and like yeah. All right, so it's it's kind of like a massage. Uh, I had to go to her house. And she texts you her address the day before because she she has a lot of high end clients and she has famous people and athletes and they all have to sign NDAs, which I don't quite understand. Like who who cares if we find out that an athlete's getting you know physical therapy done? It's not like she's a sex worker or something. Like it's incredibly far as you know. But anyway, yeah, as far (laughs) as it did feel like this was like one notch below like going to a dominatrix. I mean, God, imagine and, 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 like, like, and I'm not. I can't. This isn't a slight on her. This isn't. This isn't a pejorative. But like, I feel like 
like that's her moonlighting gig. Like it, it seemed like but, such a lateral move. Well, about, like okay, the happy ending massage. I've I've never had one. I can't imagine that the massage part is any good. Yeah, like I really think it's like well, yeah, you know, going for the thing at the end here. That's funny. But the imagine if that was still yeah. What if that was still part of the <laughs> massage that you were getting? Like after she destroyed your body, she's like, now oh. show me your dick. You're like get away from there, lady. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gonna yank it like an old Just, pole start mower. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dislocates my dick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, well, it's, but she it's beat thirty-two inches long now, but no chance of ever working again. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh boy, this thing's done. She, it's like when you see the wire under there or something. <laughs> yeah. You see oh. the videos of the guys at India that'll just grab a cobra with their bare hands, bare hands, and snap its neck by twirling it around real fast, like. A, it was a threat at one point, but now it's totally useless. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, so I had to go over to her house. Uh, super eccentric, uh, jolly lady. Mm-hmm. She's uh, If anybody wants to look her up on Instagram or TikTok, or she's uh, Jackie the Muscle Whisperer. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what she goes by. She's Jackie the Muscle Whisperer. You're looking up right now. <laughs> <laughs> and she beat the ever-living shit out of me for two hours, dude. I'm battered and bruised. I've never been so tender and brittle. <laughs> this sounds like it is not above board whatsoever. <laughs> the Muscle Whisperer. No, she had, a, she had a certificate framed on the wall. She's certified in something. I don't know. And she was awesome. She's great. Very friendly. Uh, but my God, just oh, this lady just looks. Like a, yeah, this lady looks like she yeah, means business. She, yeah, she's not fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, it was a hell of an experience, man. And now she, you have to choose. She can't work on your whole body because she does so much damage. I'm bruised <laughs> beyond belief. She does so much. She damage. she does like literally she does so much damage that she's like I can't do your whole body because of the inflammation like you so you got to either pick upper body or lower body oh yeah because like I when you get a massage it's supposed to like release all these toxins into your body and you that's yeah. why you got to like drink yeah. a lot of water after a massage they say yeah. they say to do that and I guess and I'm just going off of what she told me but she was working out my fascia fascia there's all this oh. buildup of toxins and mm-hmm. white blood cells and all this stuff and like she she's just you got to work it out yeah and she man like it hurt so my traps you know like my neck muscles and shoulder muscles mm-hmm. like she she spent like an hour just on my left side just just digging that brass knuckle tool down into my traps yeah. and I'm just just fucking scream. At one point she's trying to make small talk about her garden and she's telling me about her garden and she's got corn and right when she said corn she hit some nerve and I just went fuck your corn <laughs> and like it hurts so bad <laughs> Oh my god! Did, did what did you do? Have to offer up like your bank account information to get her to stop or something? <laughs> oh man, like it really was rough. And I learned this too. I had see, I had no idea about this whole con. The whole concept is that um, our body stores trauma, 
And I never mm-hmm. thought about that. But you think about any type of tra- traumatic event that you went yeah. through in your life. I always assume that that's only relative to like your mental health. I never thought about like experiences. Now I know like physical trauma. You in a car wreck yeah. and you hurt your knee. You know, you're the, obviously. But like I never thought about like mental trauma uh, affecting you physically. But apparently, uh, we all to a s- different levels of degree, hold on to some trauma in our body. Yeah. And you have to, like, work that shit out. And she said this, and Katie verified it, too. I had, I just thought it was, like, my fat guy hump. Like, you, you know how some fat guys, especially if they got a bald or a shaved head, they got the pack of hot dogs on the yeah, back of their neck? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And, uh, well, I, I always, I've noticed in the last few years that I kind of got a little... Just a little extra hump at the base of my neck before where my neck meets my shoulders. And yeah. I just thought it was, it's just, uh, you're just a fat guy, Dave. But apparently I was storing a lot of shit in there and she worked it out. And I can't really see it too well because mirrors and whatnot. But she was like, oh, at the end, she was like, oh, your, your neck is longer. Because mirrors and, Katie, and whatnot. <laughs> well, no, I, I got to get two Put mirrors. Put that in there with you ever fuck with a big old pot of bean. I can't see my back on account of mirrors and whatnot, but uh, <laughs> God damn But apparently my fucking hump is gone. Well, congratulations. My, my f- <laughs> Dave's hump is gone. Dave done got himself a but longer like neck. She, she literally in two hours altered the shape of my body. Apparently I, my, and then my neck is longer and I got rid of that little as Maria Bamford calls it, her Diet Coke hump. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's got a little Diet Coke hump. You know, like older people, when you get older, you get these weird little humps. And then you're, you're well, and I think, and, I wonder if that has to do with like, again, oh, my posture, or oh, I've sat in an office for 30 years without taking the time yeah. to stretch and straighten out yeah. and mind and tend to these things, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm looking at, but at, at Gua Sha, and I see the the thing, the the weapon you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's oh, what it, it when I went brutal. to get, yeah, when I went to get uh, my tendonitis in my in my leg and everything worked out. The guy hit me with that thing on my thigh, and it's basically oh. it, it like it looks like a like a they broke off the end of a spatula uh-huh. and sharpened it. And yeah, was just digging down my whole thigh with that thing, and uh, same thing. I was like, I was like, I'll tap out if I need to, and I I mm-hmm. wanted to right away. Ooh. Yeah, I was. I tried to tap out a couple times, but she just wasn't happy. Yeah, uh, submission. But um, got a submission. But massage. yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know anything about that. And then, in more specifically, she was telling me about how. Something about how your right side holds a lot of your masculine, masculine either trauma or energy, and your left side is more feminine. And she was t- just talking about, like, for example, if you have mommy issues, you're going to carry more of that shit on your left side, your left shoulder, mm. your, you know, the left left arms and stuff like that. Um, and she, she, she does a little bit of, like, prying, like, psychologically yeah. just to kind of see where to go. And uh, put it this like my dad's side was fine, <laughs> and my 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 feminine mom's side needed a lot of work, which is uh, <clears throat> not 
inaccurate. I would like to see so. you explain to your southern mother that your gua sha therapist <laughs> through through her jade healing stone found out that there's a lot of trauma held up with your relationship oh. with her. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. I like just, this and normally I like this yeah, version just, of Dave that's like going in. Do you ever think like 20 years ago you'd be this guy? Oh, I I, I say this to Katie all the time, and I know it's annoying, but it's just such a uh, fun comparison or analogy, you know. But just the if you'd have told me ten years ago or twenty years ago what I'd be doing, like if you'd have told me twenty years ago every everything in my life that's happening right now, if you'd have told me twenty years ago it'd be going on, I'd think you were insane. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? I mean, it's just incredible. But yeah, <laughs> and then like so she and she talked about. Like other trauma and stuff, and like normally, you know, I, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna be a good sport. I'm gonna, I'm gonna play the game." Uh, Katie got me this session. It's not cheap either. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna play the game and do the thing." And then she started talking about like, you know, other any potential trauma or bad experiences. I yeah. told her about the whole cop stuff and yeah. all the bad stuff I saw when I was a cop, and just like, yeah, you hold on to all that shit. Like, yeah, I mean, I. All, all the dead bodies I saw are now were, were stored inside my shoulders. But, uh, but that oh is, God. but that is true. I mean, think about anybody. Like, oh, you're tense. Well, tense is an emotion, you know, and it's also a physical trait. Mm-hmm. Like this is a tense situation. You know, this is a, like a, a loaded situation. That's well, that. That will manifest itself. I mean, that that part makes sense to yeah. me. That's not all. I don't think that's all hippy dippy shit at all. That no, f- no, and I'm not saying it is. Yeah, that your fi- yeah, your physical can it. affect your mental, and your mental can affect your physical. Yeah, yeah, and I never thought of that. And I think cortisol. She talks about like your uh, when we have trauma, your uh, flight or fight senses kick in, mm-hmm. and some some if you I forgot which one, but we store a lot of cortisol from those experiences and like i've had you know not to like brag but Mm -hmm. i've had a more a lot more fight or flight scenarios in my life than the average person just dude i don't think you've ever i don't think you've ever flown dave (laughs) yeah i don't fly try not to fly speaking of which dave don't don't got no wings he's gonna punch you (laughs) (laughs) i'm too lazy to fly so i'm gonna stand here and swing Somebody uh, years ago, I was uh, I, it was on like somebody had like a ranch land or something. They had goats, and they talked about how they would harvest or dispatch the goats to eat. And they were kind of like not hippy dippy, but like yeah, we have these goats and we do butcher them. But they would take them out, like they would feed them nice and treat them nice. It almost sounds kind of yeah. sinister, but then make sure to surprise them. By shooting them in the back of the head, because if they can sense the danger, it like doesn't spoil the meat, but makes it all strip. But like, it probably shoots adrenaline through it, yeah, and makes it tough, and makes it like, and maybe maybe that was some hippy dippy stuff. But like, okay, that's yeah, the you know, trauma can that af- makes sense. yeah, trauma can lead to all kinds of physical tension. Fear gets you all tightened up, and if you stay mm-hmm. tightened up, that fucks up your body. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense to me. And, and I had this real minor shoulder injury. I think I've had this since high school football. But like, uh, 
on my left on my left side, which is the feminine mom side, mm-hmm. I uh, I hurt my shoulder somehow, and I wasn't able to do like a full circle. You know, with when I'm swinging, working out, loosening up my arms and shoulders, mm-hmm. I, I like to make the big circles and the small circles and whatnot. But uh, my left, my left shoulder, I couldn't make a full circle. It was, uh, you know, about 320 degrees instead of 360. Okay. And uh, she fixed that. Now perfect, just like the right one. So, and that's been like that for 25 years. I've, I've had that little issue, and it's, it hasn't been a big enough issue for me to go see a doctor or do anything about it. I've just always noticed, like, oh, can't. Can't do that shoulder the whole way, and boom, fix that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's got to be some benefits because, like, man, like, it was, I must have burned 2,000 calories, like, just just <laughs> grunting and squinting and, and just cussing and just, just tensing, like, and it was just, like, it just didn't end. It was just two hours of that. Two hours like, seems, damn. that seems normal. Yeah. We'd take breaks here and there. She'd have to ice me down. Like, you know, she'd work on one side real heavy for like 10 minutes and then put <laughs> it ice like back on for five ayahuasca minutes. like you did ayahuasca or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, yeah, it was uh, it's one of the most intense things I've ever done in terms of, uh, you know, like self-help or whatever. So you did that, and then you immediately negated all the relaxation by falling in the shower. <laughs> No, I fell in the shower before. Oh, right it was before, before. It was the, the same morning. Yep, it, which is also odd. So now, and when I got done with her, like I had bruises all over my shoulder and neck, and I was just like, "What are the odds that I'd get bruised from two different sources on the same day when I haven't had a bruise Jesus. in ten years?" You got like that's bizarre. You got worked. You got yeah. worked over, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay. Well, you, you all right now? You okay, Dave? Yeah. Remember, yeah, you I know, this so. is like, let's not keep it pent up because that's why you had to have the lady beat the shit out of you. Talk about your feelings here if you want to. It's a safe place, Dave. I almost asked her to give me a, a wrist rug burn. I, I just <laughs> chickened out on that. You're just making hey. up your own shit for her to do? Well, just, you know, because I like that anyway. It's like, why don't we do something that I actually enjoy? <laughs> uh, but then I was afraid, you know, what if, yeah, I didn't want to. Pull out one of my teeth and then pour hot coffee in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think you might enjoy it, man. I, I think I'm going to give you your number. And, I, uh, I mean, it's a hell of an experience. And, and like, other than the the surface level bruising other than mm-hmm. the <laughs> multiple abrasions um i it, i do feel great about it now like deep all the the work she did and getting out that fascia fascia um yeah man like i feel so much lighter and looser and according to her and katie my neck is longer so <laughs> dave's six <laughs> foot two now Mm-hmm. yeah hard to tell well, that's but yeah, that's dog. good. I'm, 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 I like this new age West Hollywood Dave. <laughs> I like Hawaiian shirt, getting crazy massages. Yeah, man, walking his little dog around West Hollywood. I'm on board for all of it, man. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, you know you got to be <clears throat> open to to grow and change, and it's not like yeah, you know, it's not like. I had some firm stance on on anything to begin with, so why not just be open to but you're kind of experience new stuff. You're like a dude without like having to tell everybody like I'm I like man stuff. 
man, th- yeah. this problem with nowadays is men aren't being men. You are embodying no. the fact that, yeah, you're still going to sit and stare at a brisket for 10 hours <laughs> and root for the teams you want to win, mm-hmm. but then also can do this stuff. And it just means you're a more well-rounded individual. One, the, the entrance of one does not mean the exit of another thing. And you can be, absolutely, you can uh, encompass all these things. And I think of all the people, fucking old street fighting Dave going to get West Hollywood massages and everything. I, I think it's great. I think, I think you're a role model right now, Dave. Well, thank you, buddy. Uh, yeah. Well, no, it, that's, that's a thing I've always felt in terms of like, you know, I, I like, I'm, I like being a dude. I'm, I'm, I like being from the South. I like my heritage. I like my principles and values, but I never wanted to be one of those people. And I grew up around all these types of mm-hmm. people in the South like yes i'm stubborn but i never want to be so stubborn that it's against my better interest like yeah i want to be smart enough to to be open minded about certain things you know there's certain things that i won't be open minded about i you know but there's other things it's like why not why i don't know i just grew up around just this is how it's always been done and this is how i'm on do it well, that, like you ever think about doing it this way huh queer yeah like well, what that, are you talking about that joke you have about like oh we'll eat possum you ever try indian food uh gross <laughs> like <it's> yeah like, <laughs> what, what do you yeah mean? i've i've just always despised that mentality of like like yeah, like you said, you can do both. You can still have your values and principles, but be open-minded to trying a new fucking cuisine. We're not asking you to try a new religion. Just try some fucking Indian food. Yeah. So just try it. Just just that closed-minded, no, I don't know about it, so it's probably stupid. <laughs> yeah. I just hate that fucking mentality. Yeah. It confuses me, and if it confuses me, it, uh-huh. means, I, it means it's wrong, not that I should learn more. And I don't mean to I, that that accent doesn't even deserve that statement. That's people from all walks of life. I don't understand it. Then that means it's wrong because I know everything yes. already. Like okay, Ugh, no, <clears throat> no. I'm just smart enough to know that I don't know shit. Well, so why not be open to some new stuff? Yeah, man. I'm I'm excited for you. I like what's going on. Ray Liotta died. Well, yeah, that's that's a bummer. I didn't. Even, I've never seen Field of Dreams. I like. They're like, here's some like the like Ray Liotta's most memorable. It's Goodfellas. Yeah, Goodfellas. It's yeah, Goodfellas. Yeah. He also looks like my my dad's cousin Danny, like to a T. Oh really? Oh yeah. Like as a little kid, not a little kid, but like Goodfellas came out. I think it was like sixth grade or something. Like that's. My 90. that's my dad's the the guy the, the people that you call uncles or aunts even though they're like your dad's cousin and nobody knows the title for that shit. <laughs> like that guy, it's he's in my family. What's crazy about Goodfellas is obviously uh, you know he plays you know I think it takes place over a couple of decades, mm-hmm. but I think when they filmed Goodfellas, I think he was like thirty four, thirty five. But uh, that first scene when he's an adult, not the not the teenage Ray Liotta character, but the, or Henry Hill character, but when they first show him and Joe Pesci as adults, he spoke. His character's like twenty one, mm-hmm. but Ray Liotta in his his acne scars and his grizzled face is who's really like thirty four, thirty five. 
Uh, it's not that huge of a jump, but it's still like, whoa, there's no way that guy's 21. No, Re- Leota's got some hard years on him. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't know how he died. I haven't heard that. He died in his sleep, so good for him. Yeah, I mean, he was in his 60s. Not not uh, not old, not young. Just a maybe yeah. shit happened. Anyway. Yeah. You ever see Copland? That's a good one he's in. I real I, I can't even think of another Stallone. Ray Liotta movie. Yeah. He's like Top one of those guys like I don't, I don't want to see him in another like Stallone's in another movie. No, man, you're Rocky yeah. or you're yeah. Rambo. <laughs> he was in the Operation Dumbo dro- yeah. drop or something like yeah. that. Oh, you Rambo's that in this movie. <laughs> oh man. All right, I got to complain about UPS. Yeah, I was going to say, why were you going to fight UPS? Don't well, now you're going to store UPS. up all this tent. You just enjoy That's it. Have, take a couple days of being having the gua sha released you of all worldly tension. I'm selling my car this week, so I'm have, I'm trying to get all my paperwork in order and the title and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, went up to CarMax and they gave me an offer. I like that. Uh, by the way, if you're trying to sell a vehicle. CarMax. It was it was so easy. Yeah, some just go some in people and, love a low ball. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I knew I knew what I wanted before. Get this seriously. I knew what I was wanting. I didn't tell mm-hmm. them this, and they they fucking nailed it literally to the dollar. I think I, I, like, I want to get X amount, and they they gave me that. I think uh, I got anyway. about five grand more for my Jeep than what CarMax was going to offer. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying, yeah, you probably do better selling it, you know, to an individual. But if you don't want to, if you don't want the mess bullshit, with all that, yeah, okay, sure, yeah, just boom, go in. Anyway, so they give you, they appraise it, and then they make you, they give you an offer, and that offer's good for seven days. Well, I'm still trying to figure. I uh, got some stuff to do with the title. I paid off the car, but I hadn't got the title yet. And then I got the title, and anyway, I had to mail something. Uh, I overnighted a thing. I was like, all right, I can mail it back to the bank. They can mail it to me. If I do it overnight, both ways, it'll, you know. I can get all this done within the seven-day thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess how much it, A, guess how much they charge to to overnight, uh, not a set of dumbbells, but just just two 8 by 10 pieces of copy paper. Overnight? <laughs> from California to Indiana. Okay. What would you think overnight? The, the quickest route possible that they offer. Again, not, not a TV or, or piece no, of furniture. No, for, ne- for next day. Co- for next day. Next day, a couple of documents. Take a guess. Oh, 30, 30 bucks. $163. <laughs> Wait, what? $163. What? Yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to get all this done, and I was like, fuck it. Let's just get what? this done. Wait a minute. What What was it? Like the title and everything? Not something that could be yeah. emailed. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. It was title with signatures and stuff like that. Okay. And then, okay, so what I was going to do is I was going to mail it to them, and then I was also going to buy a prepaid envelope so they could just mail it back. They don't have to pay anything. They just drop it off, boom, boom, boom. Mm. When she said, quote, 163, I thought it was for, for both ways. And I was like, Jesus, that's a lot, but okay. No, no, no. That was just one way, $163. <laughs> for some reason, the exact same route was half the price. So mailing it back was $85 and something. That's, so altogether, yeah. I'm like over 250 bucks here to mail. Anyway, so here's my point to get it overnighted. It's like, all right, so one day to get there and one day to get back. That means, and then they gave me the uh, the tracking number and the estimate. 
uh, be here Friday morning by 8.30. And I'm like, great, because I mailed it Wednesday morning. All right, Wednesday mm-hmm. gets it to them. Thursday they receive it, mail it back. By Friday I got it. Uh, so 250 some dollars, whatever. And then doesn't show up on Friday. Yeah. And then I check the tracking and uh, – Oops! It literally says "oops," <laughs> like their little their little default cutie, yeah, little cute default yeah. thing. Oops! Looks like your package got uh, what? How do they uh, address it? Um, f- missorted. Your package got missorted, and now it'll be here Tuesday the thirty first. Fucking. And they and I, they don't think they uh, they don't refund it either at UPS. Oh, I was about to. I well, I tried to get it, and they're like, "Well, we." We will. We can do that, but we can't do it until you receive the package. Oh, they will give you your money back, though. Well, she. Well, this lady implied that they would do it, but they couldn't do it when I called because I had yet to receive it. I'm like, well, whenever the fuck I do receive it, it's not going to be the one night overnight yeah. fee I paid. So why don't you go ahead and charge me your five day fee or your six day fee or God knows when it ever is going to show up. Yeah. So oh, I will be getting a refund. So. <laughs> Dave's got I mean, gua sha strength. I mean, he come on. beat some ass. <laughs> but, like, what the fuck? And, again, I didn't fall out of a tree and kick in an old man's door and say, hey, mail this for me, Grandpa. Like, this no, is what you they're... do. This is your business. How does it get missorted? Especially when the, like, when someone pays $160 to have something. But maybe put a, a different sticker, like, hey, pay special attention to this one. Because this sucker paid way too much, so let's not missort this thing. I mean, and also, like, if someone's getting something overnighted, it's probably because it's time sensitive. So not only did you fuck me with yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, well, uh. somebody who was I tied to? Like, I, I, obviously, I've you know we we talked our shit on the USPS before, and I I mean I think it's just a shit happens things. I uh, like I that like I used to do warehouse like shipping receiving stuff. And it really was just, I mean, I would load uh, trucks, like tractor trailers full of stuff mm-hmm. and just look at like these pallets of bullshit going out of just where I worked and think about how they go to like, I don't know, Dave. I don't know. It's, it's, it's uh, you think you're spending the money like, oh yeah, okay, this is a special one. We'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. But that is not the oh case boy. all the time, buddy. I don't know. Sorry yeah. for your inconvenience. Yeah. Is it the worst thing problems. in the world, though? I'm okay. Is it the worst no, thing? You'll be all right. All. Not at all. You're going to no. be all right, Dave. I'll be fine. Went and saw, I, uh, saw some live music this week. Who, had a good time. Who'd you go see? You ever been to the Bourbon Room in Hollywood? Okay. No. Beautiful. And it's... That's the name. Where is it? It's uh, Hollywood... Hollywood and Vine, I think. Gonna, Hollywood and Highland, right there in the heart. I'm going right to look it up. Right now. The Bourbon. Beautiful venue. I mean, just gorgeous. I don't know how long it's been there. It's named but, after uh, the the. That's the bar. That's the that's the venue that's supposed to be the whiskey in the film Rock of Ages. Oh, really? Okay. Or at least that's what I they call that. that's what they call the whiskey in Rock of Ages is the Bourbon Room. Uh-huh. Interesting. Uh huh. Interesting. So. Yeah, see. I didn't even know about this venue. But I uh, went and saw Joshua Ray Walker, uh, country music dude, uh, just phenomenal. If you don't have just, a middle name of Ray or Wayne, what are you even <laughs> trying to be in country music for? Awesome. Cannot recommend this guy enough yeah. if uh, 
you're into the country at all, but just not like super, uh, you know, I talk a lot about alt country, but like, like Texas country, almost like kind of like nineties Garth Brooks, but, but, mm-hmm. uh, le- a little less hokey, but like just good, like just Texas songwriting, just good country music. And just guy's got a phenomenal voice. He's uh he yodels. He's, he can hit this falsetto note. That's just beautiful. Um, but yeah, the band was awesome. The venue was awesome. But I yeah, Joshua Ray Walker, real good time. This might be the old. Uh, fuck. There, there was a. I don't know if you remembered. There was a spot. It was called like Loaded, and it was uh, allegedly on like Botley Crew or whatever. It's called Loaded. It was like just a rock bar that tried very hard. Mm-hmm. And then it became. Uh, oh no! This is on the same street as Improv Olympic. Okay, never mind. It's yeah, not. but uh, yeah. And then it was like a Star Wars theme bar. It was <laughs> like Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> it's you would think it's this amazing piece of real estate, Hollywood Boulevard, and the amount of money laundering weird lingerie shops and stuff that yeah. exists so like how oh, yeah. are you run how how are you affording this but okay the bourbon room all right looks like a cool spot yeah. awesome venue yeah it's really cool okay. with their their buddy uh james fritz, oh, fritz uh, alan alan strickland williams oh asw Oh, Man, this place. Anyway. ASW is a smooth fellow. <laughs> oh, he sure is. <laughs> it's 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 fun to watch smooth fellas do their thing. He, <laughs> it's fun to watch smooth he was, fellas. He do was their laying thing. it down. He was hitting on our server, and it was just it was just black belt level. Just like he was just so smooth. It's good for him. <laughs> well, he's the kind of guy that like there's a. At least now I am not a, a woman being hit on. God, I love when I'm sitting in here. So I'm sitting in here and a lady's letting her dog shit in the yard and she's picking it up. That's all I ask. All right. That's all I ask. That's Thank all, you. Yeah. Why Thank you? you for be- because sometimes people are jerks. Not really around here too much. I told you one time I saw a dog shit and the lady like kept walking and I went outside and turned the corner and she... <clears throat> Like I was like kind of like oh, and then she was coming back. She's like, I'm. I didn't have bags. I had to go home and get a bag. I'm like, what a nice person. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's happened. Yeah. Yeah. But she went back to her house to get a thing. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry, I got sidetracked by seeing it. <clears throat> the. Uh, I think like is it that he's kind of funny when he does it, so it's never it doesn't seem creepy. Yeah, it didn't seem creepy. It, you know, it was very, um, yeah, just, well, he's he's a genuine dude anyway, mm-hmm. you know. But, uh, yeah, he was just, he was complimenting her on her little hair berets or something. But just the way he did it, it didn't seem creepy, and it didn't seem obnoxious. And But it was still, you know, you could tell it was effective because, like, you know, her body language and she was giggling. and But it was just like, man, way to go, buddy. Way to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he doesn't look like like a typical creep. I, whatever, I don't know. Yeah, no, he's about ninety pounds to soaking look like. wet. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, he, you know, and he's 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 not like he's a, all broed out and you know aggressive, you know, demeanor or anything. He's a real mild mannered, you know. Yeah. But oh man, it was it was impressive. 
because I've been out of that game for so long, not just because I'm married, but like even before, like I've never been like, let's go out and get some pussy. I've never been that no, guy. No. So never, like I said, I sincerely think, now I, I wouldn't bet my life on this, but I'm pretty sure I have never bought a stranger a drink. I've never bought a, a lady I didn't already know a drink. And it's like, hey, yeah. complete stranger, can I buy you a drink? Nope. Not, I've just never been that guy. <laughs> and, and Dave, as I'm looking, I'm trying to get pictures of the bourbon room because I'm trying to see if it's now I'm just like going down this hole of like, uh-huh. is that the place that used to be the other thing? Uh, old 97s, our friend friend of the show, Rhett Miller, his band, the old uh-huh. 97s will be there on June 5th. Oh, hell yeah. So maybe you got to roll back to this new favorite bar of yours and go see I think I'm going to have to. It's beautiful. For those beautiful who spot. don't know, the uh, that was a that was a that was a power move when we went and saw him on the uh, on the uh, the company Christmas party, the Boogie Monster Company Christmas party out to Pappy and Harriet's, uh-huh. and we were on their yeah. bus. And Rhett's like, "Get whatever you want to eat," and I'm like, "That means you know a polite portion of something." Dave's like, "Really? Anything you want? All right, full rack of ribs." Like, "All right, Dave." <laughs> the rest of the band's looking at him like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Eating a rack of ribs on our bus? <laughs> hey, I may never have that opportunity again. <laughs> Probably not. What now. opportunity to hang out with the old 97s yeah. or to get a free rack of ribs? <laughs> Both at the same time. Two of my passions coming together. Yeah, that was a good time. It was. And then the time before that, we went and saw them together at some venue in Hollywood. And mm-hmm. I got so drunk that I just Irish goodbyed and walked to Denny's and ate a real mediocre chicken fried steak. Was that? Just disappeared. It was me, you, and uh, Brian Cook. And somebody else was there. Was it Fritz? And we were, might have been Fritz. Yeah. I think so, that was, some I, venue right there on That's on uh, the, the, the Fonda. Was that the Fonda? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that because I remember it was Greg uh-huh. Barrett hooked up tickets. Mm-hmm. And I remember going and, yeah, I was there with Fritz and everybody left and, like, I had backstage passes and I went back and I was just, I remember tweeting something like, I'm too drunk to be backstage at the old 97 show and hadn't met, like, I didn't, I felt too weird to, like, introduce myself and then Rhett Miller, that's the first interaction, like, tweeted back, like, me too. I know he was joking because <laughs> I, think, I think he was sober at that point. But that was the, uh, that was the origin story to the taking a cab to Wendy's. Right. That was, right. Uh, that's how I left. <laughs> I left and took a cab to Wendy's. That, that was from that show. And then, oh, oh man. man, and then I went and saw him. I was in Chicago, and I went with a buddy and saw him at the Metro. And, uh, boy, I, I you know, too old to have stories about being that drunk, but went to uh, went to the Ginger Man next door. Sorry, the G-Man Tavern, it's called now. And uh, I never had Fireball before, and the bartender Ugh. gave me a shot of Fireball. And I was, like, just sitting at a table with my friend, and I was like, boy, that stuff wasn't good. He's like... Yeah, just don't barf. I'm like, I'm not going to barf. And then just threw up on his shoes. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, man. Which I also did, <laughs> did last Friday. Oh, I, I went and saw. You barf. 
I didn't. What? This is what I was getting in an argument <laughs> with Rachel. I didn't throw. I didn't barf. I spit up. I. Uh, <laughs> I had uh, get you a bib. I had uh, I went and saw Bronger. Bronger was playing here in Portland, so we all went to the uh-huh. show, and then went to a bar afterwards. And then, like him and Rachel, like we're getting shots. <laughs> and Rachel's like, "You don't need a shot." I'm like, "Don't tell me what to do." And then it was Mezcal. I did not know it was Mezcal. And you don't really shoot Mezcal. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a shot. It it wasn't for me because I put it in, and then I'm like, I'm gonna go stand over here, and like. If I like barfing from drinking, like it's already, I'm I'm already embarrassed to have any stories like this at this age. Like we can't be falling the shower, yeah, old, but also I drank the mixed alcohols <laughs> and barfed old. But I just, I, it was like just the amount that I drank of the shot came back out. It was like, well, we don't want that, and just threw it wow. back. I just threw it back to the That's world. That's funny. So you really did spit up. Yeah, yeah I didn't barf. A, it wasn't like, oh, here's dinner, here's lunch, here's all here's all the beers uh-huh. I drank. It was like, nope, that thing, that's bad. Get it out and just, yeah. yep. Wow. I was fine. It was just my body rejected that amount of that particular alcohol. So if anything, that's a level of control. <laughs> Holy shit, man. The plain white teas are playing at the bourbon room? Those guys grew, heard- those guys grew up in my hood. Oh, really? I've heard that name. I, I don't know what they sound like. They had some uh, twee acoustic hit, but they were part okay. of the old pop punk scene in uh, Chicago, suburban Chicago land. Huh. Is that still? I think I even know. I knew one of the guys in there. Joshua. Oh, I'm seeing this guy. Oh, he's a big fella. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big boy. He play guitar? Big boy. Yes. Shreds. Yeah. Fucking shreds. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's amazing, though. Really yeah, good. That shouldn't have been the first thing I pointed out about a guy. <laughs> but yeah, just uh, right up my alley. Really good stuff. And then he has, uh, I think he was in another band that you might like. I want to call. I want to say they were the uh, Ottoman Turks. And uh, that was more of his, like, uh, cowpunk stuff. Sounds familiar. But, uh, Ottoman I'm Turks. Thinking like he's from Turks or something. Mm-hmm. But. Well, that's all good. That's good stuff. Outside of your UPS mishap, I think I feel like it's otherwise good news in a week of uh, shitty world news. So let's uh, let's. Leave, I'd say we leave it at, uh, at at good time vibes. Might as well, real quick, quickest recipe I've ever given out. Real quick. Yeah, finally got around on to toast. Make... See you next week. <laughs> you you would enjoy this one, Kyle. Made some homemade pickled red onions. Okay, all right. I love. Pickled red onions, like at the taco truck. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I love the the, the pink. Oh boy, love it. Uh, all you do, take your red onion, slice it up how you like it. You know, whatever whatever kind of slice you want to throw on that. Then uh, get you about uh, five or six uh, limes, and just squeeze some fresh lime juice and uh, into like a little Tupperware thing. And then take your shredded. Uh, oh, before you do that. Um, Get you a bowl of really hot water, and after mm-hmm. you slice those uh, onions, uh, let them soak in a bowl of really hot water for about 20 minutes. Now, after a few minutes, it won't be really hot, but, you know, starts off really hot. Let them soak in that for 20 minutes. Dry them off real good. Then you throw them in uh, the lime juice. You know, I just I uh, squeeze the lime juice right into a little Tupperware thing, five or six limes, 
And uh, then you throw your onions in there, and uh, about 24 hours later, you got bright pink, acidic, delicious pickled red onions. Lasts for about a month. Yeah, Rachel, Rachel now you some could, of those. They're good. Love yeah, it. You could add... Uh, you could add uh, jalapenos. You could add a little red wine vinegar. You could add some spices. Do whatever you want. But at the bare minimum, just the lime juice and the onions uh, is enough to, to really give you a good, nice little condiment there. So, because what's pickled the red onions? What's the like the way people talk about pickling stuff? Mm-hmm. Of uh, I mean, I was just doing full, just. I was just half-assing and just putting cucumbers into old pickle juice and letting it sit for a while. Which is not a bad idea. No, it got yeah. there. Um, but something about, like, you got to heat the jars up. Because it, it's something you want to, like, vacuum the pickling yes. elements into the vegetable. Yeah, it, that's more of the canning process. Oh, okay, of, okay. Uh, you, just how you kind of uh, put a seal on there, and it just uh, it adds... The shelf life, you know, you, you take, I don't know all the mm-hmm. science behind it, but yeah, there's a step in the canning process with the mason jars or the ball jars and mm-hmm. the lids and all that, and it's supposed to uh, seal it up um, so that it'll have a longer shelf life. But, man, I'd make a, I'd make a meal out of those, the oh. pickled vegetables just on the counter at the taco truck. Love it. Yeah, dude. That's, what, that's why I love Korean barbecue so much. They They bring, literally, it's like, Oh, over a dozen, like fifteen or twenty weird little things out. Oh, They're yeah, all pickled and kimchi and mm, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, Sprouts. I remember being in Korea and like, oh, I guess I'll just have a dinner and like, I got the full spread. Like I was a family of six. I'm like, all right, guys. Yeah. Like, did you did the whole country just make too much kimchi? Like they can't get rid of it enough. Oh boy. Well. So no no uh, no fun fixings today. Just uh, sitting there with your aches and pains. Sitting here with my aches and pains. Uh, I think I am going to do well. See, I I love where we live now, but the only place is I don't have my smoker. I don't have my smoker now. Oh, okay. um, it's in storage. So I, you know these holidays just not not quite as fun as they used. And you're to longing be, I'm, longing for a slow yeah. a slow cooked meal. Yeah. I think I, I do have a, a rack of ribs. I think I'm going to do in the oven. Yeah. I think I'm going to braise them, and I think I'm going to do uh, maybe some jerk. Got that nice jerk seasoning. I'll rub all over them. What I, Put them in a pot, braise them with a little beer, cook them about three and a half hours at 350. Should be good. I, I stopped. We were at the fancy grocery store the other day, and they got, mm-hmm. like, the deli counter and everything. And they had some, like, it just looked like a like a cow elbow. I couldn't even tell. It was just like so peppered oh. and encrusted, and it was all it was in the cured meat section. And I was like, I want to know what that is because it just it looked good, huh? And I really? and the guy and then the the lady behind the counter just goes, Oh, you can try anything. And I'm like, Oh, Rachel, you got to try a piece of this. That, uh-huh. that one thin slice, and I I can't remember what it was. Not capicola, but. I she's like you need to try this. I took a bite of it and was like, oh shit! It was all, good. it was almost like this might not sound appetizing, like a chunk of uh-huh. I don't even know what kind of animal it was. I think pork, but like chunk of pork, a chunk is of always pork, appetizing, but like dried and cured, mm-hmm. like a ham. But it was it was like it was candy like? Mm. It's a thin slice. It, 
It had nice bark on it. Yeah, it yeah, had killer bark. bark yeah, the it. bark is what oh, drew me to it. I'm like, what's this little dust-covered elbow meat here? But so I had I had a bite, and then that was it. I'm like, all right, I'm back out. I can't, I can't. I'm I'm on the edge right now by having this bite on a with a holiday dust. coming up with a grilling holiday. Get out of here. <laughs> dust-covered elbow meat sounds like a ministry album. <laughs> The B side to Jesus built my hot rod. Yeah, yeah, that's quite as good as Psalm sixty nine. It's pretty good. <laughs> All right. Oh but. boy, happy Memorial Day, Kyle. Happy Thank Memorial you for your service, Day to buddy. You. Yeah, hope your ribs heal up. All right. Yeah, that's you tenderized <laughs> your own ribs. Yeah, exactly. Weekend. Speaking of jerk ribs, <laughs> oh boy. Well, you you heal up, buddy. All right, buddy. Keep between the ditches. We'll talk at you next week. Yep. The Boogie Monster. Network.